0: Hi everyone, I am Cheryl Todd of Gun Freedom Radio, and I am excited to have been invited to talk with you today about how saving freedom has been impacted through the history of women and guns. Now, last year I spoke about the 100th anniversary of the 19th amendment that legally allowed women to vote and about how in these past 100 years, too many women and men alike have used their vote to suppress and infringe on certain parts of our bill of rights including our rights to keep and bear arms did you know that even when women could not legally vote we did legally have guns our foremothers used guns to hunt to protect their land and livestock and to guard over the safety of their families and homes. Firearms and ammunition in the home were basic household tools, as basic as having, say, a hammer and nails. And yet here we are in the 21st century, now trying to reclaim that normalcy and those rights to possess, carry, and use these life-saving tools of protection. Somewhere along the way, someone told us that women don't use tools and too many of us have bought into it. And someone told us that moms, you know, good moms, don't allow certain tools into their homes. And a group has even commandeered the word moms. Moms demand something not really specified, but it equates to guns are bad. And if you're a mom or a woman or a decent human being of any kind, you will agree with them or else face being ostracized and canceled. Can you imagine all of these strong, smart, capable, competent women in our nation and really the world, being convinced that hammers and nails are too dangerous for we women to handle. And yet, too many of us have bought into that idea when it comes to firearms and ammunition. It's embarrassing, really. And it's time to reclaim our equal rights to own whatever tools we need to pursue life, liberty, and happiness, whether it's hammers, nails, guns, or ammo. In preparation for this talk, I posted a question on social media asking what specific woman people would like to know more about. The flurry of helpful comments and ideas was rapid fire, exciting, and energizing. People are clearly engaged and curious about how with our rich history of women and guns, we have become so backward thinking over the years. Faster than I could write, people posted names like Annie Oakley, who became a sharpshooter out of the necessity to put food on the table for her family. Ida B. Wells, an African-American feminist, journalist, educator, and an early leader in the civil rights movement. She even helped to co-found the NAACP. Harriet Tubman, anti-slavery superhero of the Underground Railroad, and the many but mostly forgotten women who fought in the American Civil War. Also, the fact that when our nation was still a group of colonies that were subservient to the rule of Great Britain, women were counted as gun owners. We weren't allowed to own much else, but guns were among our personal possessions. And then there was Eleanor Roosevelt, the first lady of four-term Democratic President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Eleanor is famous for breaking the mold of the traditional role played by a first lady, for having served as first lady for four terms, and also for personally keeping and bearing arms. I wonder if the people who convinced us that women and guns don't mix are the same ones who told us that the Second Amendment is somehow a political issue and All Democrats are supposedly against guns. Well whoever is floating that nonsense apparently didn't get their memo to our feisty and self-reliant First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. Here is what is true. Our Second Amendment is a unifying non-political and inalienable right that is in our Constitution that is for all Americans. It is a mere 27 words long and it legally protects our rights to protect what we love. And that is something everyone agrees on. So when I posted my social media question, one of the people who weighed in and even met me for lunch to go over some ideas is a woman who herself will be remembered by history. Ashley Lebensky. Ashley not only was the curator for the Cody Firearms Museum for several years, and is a walking, talking encyclopedia of history. But she also has made history by testifying to Congress, setting the record straight about the misnamed ghost guns, and in doing so, has worked to preserve our freedoms. Other contemporary women who have greatly and positively impacted our rights to keep and bear arms are Jeannie Jennings and Peggy Tartaro, who wrote and edited the Women and Guns magazine for many years, helping to tell the stories of women who were making a difference to protect our rights. Also, Dr. Susanna Grasha hupp whose parents were killed in a horrific mass murder at a Luby's cafeteria in Texas in the early 1990s. Susanna was following misguided laws, which left her unarmed at the exact moment when her firearm might have stopped a murderer from killing and wounding nearly 50 people. Susanna has continued to use her voice to advocate for more life-saving freedoms for all of us. A woman who is one of my personal heroes is Juliana Versnell, one of our hosts every year for this very event, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Julianne has spoken at the United Nations to defend the right of women to protect themselves with firearms. Through instruments such as the wrongheaded arms trade treaty, international gun control, is a genuine threat and could ultimately strip individual firearms rights from people here in the United States and indeed all over the world. Finally, no conversation about the history of women and guns could be complete without mentioning one of my mentors, Diana Muller, who founded the DC project Women for Gun Rights. Diana saw the need to bring women together to counter the anti-rights groups with the truth that women do own guns, carry guns, and we value our rights to do so. In five short years, Diana has grown the DC project into a powerful force that has a state director in nearly all 50 states and whose members have run for offices, won elections, and have testified in front of both state and federal legislative bodies on behalf of protecting our Second Amendment rights. There are so many amazing women whose names should be on this list. I wish I could mention every single woman who has made a difference and fought for our rights to keep and bear arms. But I think that is so much the point. It is all of the millions of ordinary warriors like you and me across this nation, women and men too, who daily instill our precious and unique American constitutional values of liberty and freedom into each generation who keep our homes, our neighborhoods, our cities, and our states safe by being responsibly armed citizens and teaching those things to our children and our children's children. This is a history unfolding in real time. We stand on the shoulders of giants and we cast their vision into the history of our nation's future. And each person listening and watching today, thank you for all you do as part of that legacy of saving freedom. Thank you.